Hey, Nightshow. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. I have a question for you. What's your question? Since we're watching Monty Python, I have to confess that I've tried watching this once before and I fell asleep. Really? Yeah. So. I've are, never tried. <laughs> are there any movies that you ha- just can't sit through, like you space out or you just um, fall asleep every time? Any movie that I don't personally put on. I cannot pay attention to it. Like if my mom chooses a movie to put on, I'll be like, yeah, let's watch it. And I don't pay attention to it. <laughs> or like my sister, my dad do that. Um, but then the only movie that I can think like immediately that I can think of that I have never finished was Borat. Oh, I tried watching that when it like first came out, maybe when it was on like DVD or whatever, like after release, I tried watching that with my sister and I think it was like too stupid for me. <laughs> i get that <laughs> and it's weird because I, I i thought i had like a higher tolerance for stupid but maybe it's not it wasn't as high as i thought it was some movies push it a little bit yeah like i can't watch dumb and dumber never tried yeah i can't do it hmm interesting what about you so i follow i okay so i've watched the lord of the rings movies but not paid attention right oh like, yeah totally yeah, yeah. spaced out through all those i might have fallen asleep through them i don't really remember but yeah i've tried i can't sit through those watched the hobbit in college spaced out through the entire movie mm, so the Just big franchise movies ba- um i watched bad grandpa you know the movie at johnny knoxville mm, yep. spaced out through that whole movie um love actually we talk about that <laughs> one a lot my friend watches wants that's one of the movies she wants to watch every year around christmas time i we, we watched it every single year and I can't remember anything about that movie <laughs> because I just can't pay attention. That's another one. Going back to that other thing we were talking about a while ago, which uh, that's a movie that has only English working actors in it, like all of them collectively. Oh, yeah. But you wouldn't know because you haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Hugh Grant, Kira Knightley, uh, the little Jojen is in it. Professor Snape. Yep. He's in it. Um, <laughs> Emma Thompson is in it. So half of them, again, Harry Potter, most of them all just, you know, just just from the same bucket. Yeah. Those are some movies that definitely come to mind for me immediately. I choose not to put on horror movies. Yeah. But although when I do watch, like if I watch them with friends, I do. I don't know if this is me trying to cope in this way, but I take more joy in watching my friends react to them than me actually watching the movie itself i get it you know because you go in you're like this is a horror movie yeah. like you're already psyched yourself I up go to in, be yeah scared. i go intense and i'm like i'm gonna hate this yeah but then like when you're watching it with someone you're like making jokes about it yeah it oh it actually easier. period movies a lot of like i try to watch period movies sometimes but a lot of time just because of the way that yeah. the dialogue is and because i didn't study um shakespeare nor did i have any like care to <laughs> i think like the or actually maybe because it's associated with the high schoolness of shakespeare for me yeah that my brain just shuts down and i'm like i don't know what you're talking about what are you saying to me <laughs> you just immediately are like nope yep thou yeah. arst what huh oh yeah the king speech i always fall asleep trying I to actually, watch that i did like that one yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> can't relate yeah i think i might have accidentally conditioned myself now though is that whenever i hear british accents and shows and movies i fall asleep oh no <laughs> i'll like so t- then how are you watching game of thrones <laughs> hard i'm having a really hard time <laughs> oops because i'll put on a like a low commitment show i don't have to pay attention to mm. to like fall asleep so mm-hmm. they're they're sound so for a while i kept putting on the it crowd and it's a british okay. comedy i never got into that but that should be on my list it's a silly one but 
I would just fall asleep immediately. So then I tried watching the Great British Bake Off or whatever. And then I kept falling asleep every single time I watched it. You know, that actually, I have that same issue with a lot of music because like I have a sleep playlist that I listen to. Very heavy on the Beatles, very heavy on like Ed Sheeran and his lower stuff. (laughs) So I like during the day, I remember one time at work, I was just like, I also just put on whatever music at work. So um, I think like it was like a Beatles heavy kind of playlist. And I didn't realize that it was one of those like, you, have a good day playlist kind of thing. Were you nodding off at your desk? I was like, what is happening to me? And I'm like, oh, I'm listening to the Beatles. <laughs> so. Brains are funny. Yeah. It's the, what's the um, Pavlov? Yeah. It's it's that dude. It's that totally dude. that guy. But um, we did it to ourselves. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so, so I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're doing Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I'm very excited about this. Me too. We were talking about which movies to do and you always send me the list and I'm like, oh, it's going to be that one. So I was like, it's got to be Monty Python. Yeah, we got to finally do it. Yeah. So what did you know? What Besides I... what you tried watching before? Um, The part that always stuck out to me was the part with the Black Knight. Cause oh, I, okay. I remember that line, tis but a scratch, because I've heard it before. Yeah. And then I've heard the elderberries roast before. I've seen it in like gift sets, but then, <laughs> but I didn't know the part before it that I like more. <laughs> and that's, that was kind of it. I had oh, no, wow. I, I like didn't know anything else. I didn't expect the animations and neither like, did I, the really cute artwork. Yeah. I was like, oh wow. I didn't know a thing about this movie. I thought, uh, all I knew was that it's like the cult classic movie. Yeah. And that I thought it was a musical for some reason. <laughs> I'm not sure why. I was like, it looks it? like it, it looks like it would be. It should be, right? Yeah. So I was, I was full expecting like, I was like, why is Soph suggesting a musical? She's gonna hate this. But then it wasn't really a musical. You know what's funny is on that list, I almost put Jersey Boys, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna. You're watch gonna that. hate that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no thanks. Well, maybe down down the line when when you like if we ever do like a um like a competition thing and you lose then we'll watch a musical okay (laughs) so the synopsis is per netflix the synopsis is the monty python comedy clan skewers king arthur and his knights of the round table as they quest far and wide for the holy grail doesn't tell me a thing about the plot (laughs) although is there even a plot to this movie uh (laughs) just the holy grail they're looking for the holy grail that's it It, did they find it no that's a spoiler man we gotta get there when we get there okay 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 (laughs) so okay right so it opens on credits normal movie stuff right yeah and then then, there's like weird subtitles there are weird subtitles but even first like before i even like connected that stuff there is a part in it where it says the whole you know the characters and the incidents are fictional and similarities are accidental like that part that is always in these kind of movies Mm -hmm. and then it's signed by richard nixon did you catch that no so do you think this was uh, because i also don't know u.s history which is embarrassing was this pre or during his presidency i don't know what year this movie was made. 1975 oh so pre i think right was he in the 80s no he was in the 70s i think 70s hmm. oh so then did they just put his he name was not in, in the 60s no. he wasn't in the 80s so we have Let's to assume he's in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> that is public school education. Oh, this is embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, I'm a little embarrassed. <laughs> oh. Please, nobody roast us. We are art students. Okay. Ah. <laughs> I'm too cute to know history. <laughs> I'm supposed to marry a man who knows history. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I, w- I feel comfortable saying he's from the 70s. Okay, me too. I want to, you know, okay, I was going to I wouldn't out, put like, money down. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I would put like a drink down. <laughs> anyway, so it's this thing that's just co-signed by Richard Nixon. But then this is like a British movie, right? Is this American? I don't know. That part I had to look up, but I don't think I found an answer because I wanted to just watch the movie. Yeah. So then then we go into the self-awareness of the movie because then under the credits, there's the subtitles um, in what I'm assuming is some kind of Slavic language. Yeah. I was like, what? I was like, so <laughs> I actually checked my subtitles to see what language they were in because I was like, I thought I turned subtitles off oh, no. and then I was like, they're off. I was like, what is happening? I was but like, they're still there? Yeah. I was like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then after a while, you kind of get like a half English, half whatever credits and I was, uh, subtitles. And I was like, what is happening? Then we cut to a title card that says, basically, oh, well, sorry for the weird subtitles. That person has since been fired. Yeah. So then we get the other like half English, half whatever subtitles. And then the, the title card comes back and it's like, the person that was replaced from the last person has been fired too. So please enjoy the movie now. <laughs> so I was like, oh boy, let me strap in for this self-aware movie. Did you notice that like uh, some of the job titles and names started to get silly? Yeah, it was. It became very moose heavy. Yeah. And I was like, what is happening? And we didn't see a moose. Wait, yeah. <laughs> Not a moose. Now I have an issue with the movie. <laughs> I hate this movie now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So then um, the, it cuts to another style of, of credits that is very Caesar inducing. Yeah. And I was like, we're two minutes in and there's still credits. Like, I don't want to read anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I put a crying face emoji <laughs> on my notes. Like, Just start the movie. <laughs> we finally do get started. We're in yes. England, 932 AD. Wow. That's like old timey times. It's so old. Do you think that's around the Game of Thrones time? <laughs> imagine if this world and Game of Thrones were in the same universe. Could you imagine? That would be hilarious. The first castle is actually Winterfell. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on a foggy hill and there's like a dead body tied up to a post and some dude comes galloping over the hill and his squire <laughs> is making galloping noises with the coconuts. Doing the... With the coconuts. And he's like skipping. like Skipping a foot. There are no horses involved in this yeah. movie at all. <laughs> and I was like what (laughs) (laughs) so the guy ends up revealing that he's arthur son of uther pendragon and he approaches the castle gets roasted by a soldier (laughs) because the soldier's like where's your horse it's just a guy with coconuts how'd you get coconuts they're tropical and then they keep going on about coconuts and we're in a very temperate climate yeah so and then he's like i don't know maybe somebody just like flew it over and then they get into this whole thing about sparrows (laughs) And, and he's birds. like, oh, how would they get imported by sparrows? Oh, swallows, excuse me. Swallows, It's called yeah. a swallow. And then the yeah. guys, the and guy and the, the guard. Yeah, and they start arguing over like African or European swallows yep. and like their weight and air velocity and all this stuff. Because it's like, if you think about it, like a five ounce bird could not carry a one pound thing. So maybe you <laughs> must be talking about the African swallow. But then those don't migrate. So what do you, how did you get a coconut? And he's like, okay, but like, can you, can you just get your master? Because I need to ask him if he wants to join me in the nights at Camelot at the round table. And they're like, yeah, but coconut? 
bats and the swallows <laughs> yeah so then arthur gives up and walks away yeah so now there's just two soldiers just at the top of this castle wall just continuing to discuss coconuts and imports and <laughs> which we turn out turns out that that whole that trope of the whole like two people talking and discussing while being distracted is a big thing in this movie oh i love it it's <laughs> hilarious it's so silly and arthur just ends up leaving he's like all right let's just <laughs> <laughs> love it so now we're in like the the more um poor part of town yeah we're in some city and there's dead people and we went from like zero to 100 real quick yeah i did not like this scene <laughs> yeah the guys you know bring out your dead bring out your dead so then some guy comes out with an old dude over his shoulder that it's very much not dead because he's like hey i'm still alive <laughs> and the guy's like you're on your way out though and he's like no i'm perfectly healthy and he's like no you're not <laughs> and the guy's like i can't take this guy it's against rules so then the guy carrying him is like, could you do something about this? <laughs> so then the guy collecting the dead just knocks him on the head and kills him. Yeah. Like, All right, I'll take him now. And yeah. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> By the way, it's not that serious. Like the tone of this movie is very much like trash. <laughs> yeah. Not trash, but like very like light and uh, joking. Yeah. And very satire. And, yes. Yeah. Sarcastic. Yes. I want to say. Yeah. So it was like really silly like them arguing with the guy who's still alive who the one guy's like this guy's dead he's not alive and it's just silly so then after he gets knocked in the head and then put on the wagon arthur comes by galloping by yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one guy's like oh must be a king and he's like how do you know that he's not covered in shit and i was like oh he's had the truth okay he's the only one with clean clothes all right yep yeah. So now we're in a field and Arthur comes up to somebody and he's like, old woman. A peasant. A peasant, yes. <laughs> and he's like, old woman. And then the person's like, I'm a man. And he's like, old man. And he's like, I'm, I'm not old. I'm 37 years old. And he's like, and I'm not man. I'm Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Which you could have learned if you asked. Yeah. He's like, like, okay, Dennis, go off. He's like, like no. I didn't know your name was Dennis. He's like, you didn't bother finding out. <laughs> and I was like, I am into this movie. It was at this point that I was like, I'm sold. Yeah. This is my movie. <laughs> Then he gets pulled into a conversation about classism by this guy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, geez. He's like, you're upholding the imperialist dogma that separates <laughs> the rich from the poor. <laughs> and then Arthur's like, okay, I just need to get to the, the castle. Could you tell me who owns it? And he's like, nobody runs it. We all run each other. We all take turns week by week. And I'm like, Dennis? <laughs> what? Yeah. And he's like, can you just shut up and tell me who lives in this castle? <laughs> and it was amazing. Like, Dennis just goes off on him. And I was like, who knew that this this joke of a movie was going to be so politically awake? <laughs> <laughs> or politically engaging, even. Yeah, right. So then basically, Arthur wants to know who rules uh, more of the same stuff. Because uh, he's just like, shut up. Just, just get me to the castle. Yeah. I just want to know. And then he grabbed because the guy won't shut up about the imperialist system. Yeah. So then Arthur grabs him. And starts shaking him. And he's like, help, I'm being repressed. <laughs> he's like, look, it's the violence in the system. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, stop. <laughs> but before that too, he introduces himself to two peasants. And he's like, I'm Arthur, King of the Britons. And the one person's like, who are the Britons? And he's like, you are. And, he, and they're like, so you're in charge of us? Like, I didn't know we had a king. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm your king. And he's like, I didn't vote for you. <laughs> it's just like this weird confusion about kings yeah it's like <laughs> democracy versus monarchy yeah <laughs> and i was just like wow that ain't me <laughs> and they're just like what but yeah so so then it, arthur gets pissed off and shakes that guy and it's just so repression <laughs> you're being repressed 
Like, that was my favorite scene. <laughs> so then we cut to Arthur galloping through the forest now, intercut we, with some knights fighting. Yes. And wrote, now this is your scene. I wrote intercut. Yeah, I like oh. I like this one a lot. This one was probably where one of the parts where I was laughing really hard. So Arthur reaches the knights. The knight in black kills the other one who's in green. Mm-hmm. So Arthur approaches to speak to him. He doesn't respond to anything. So Arthur's like, okay, never mind. I'm just going to go around you. And then the, then the knight stops him. And is like, I move for no man. <laughs> and also, just to back up a little bit, Arthur is trying to recruit the Black Knight. Yeah, to fight for him. Yeah. But so yeah. So now he's moving for no man. No one shall pass. Yeah. Exactly. So they start to battle, and Arthur cuts off one of his arms, and he's like, "Tis but a scratch." <laughs> and I was like, "Bro, what?" <laughs> and it's just like squir- the blood is just squirting out of his arm, all yeah. stupid. <laughs> So, and I feel like they spoofed that in front. Like, I, I feel like they spoofed this in a lot of things. But I remember this from Friends. There's a scene where they're in, like, some kind of World War II scene where Phoebe is, like, a nurse for something. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason, her arm flies off. And then <laughs> and then the blood just squirts out of her arm the same way. But she freaks out about it. Wow. Unlike this scene. But I was like, huh. Yeah. So he still keeps trying to fight Arthur. And then Arthur cuts off his other arm. And he's like, but a flesh wound. It's fine. Yeah. So... <laughs> Arthur's like, okay, you're done, right? And then he starts kicking. <laughs> it's like, what? He's like, let me at him. Yeah. So then Arthur cuts off of both of his legs eventually. So he's just there. He's just a torso a and a head. Paraplegic. Yeah. So Arthur and his dude just end up walking away, and he's like, yeah, you better go. We'll call this a draw. But you're scared. Like, <laughs> oh, you're shaking. I see. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> And he's like, because the black light never loses. Yeah. So we'll rebattle next time. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to magically grow your limbs back. The, not to spoil, but the, the rate of recovery in this world is incredible. <laughs> True. It's, it's it's really, it's inspiring, I think. <laughs> but so now we're, we're with some religious people who are singing in Latin, I think. Yeah. And hitting themselves with, with wood every now and again. <laughs> And then, so whatever town we're in, the townspeople, they start screaming about how they found a witch, which I'm sure they just found some woman who could do math. You know? Yeah. Or like, they're like, she's too pretty. Yeah. Yeah. So they get to the executioner and they shove her up there on, on the, the platform that he's on. And they're like, look, she's dressed like a witch. And she's like, they, they put this on me. <laughs> and it's like a fake long nose. And the executioner just pulls it off and he's like, did they put this on you? And the guys are like, well, I mean, like, yeah, but like, she's still a witch. <laughs> like, she looks like one. Come on. <laughs> so then they have this whole back and forth and and the executioner is like well you know how to tell if somebody's a witch and they're like how and he has the stupidest thing about how uh, at this point also arthur gets into town but he's watching from far yeah but so the executioner is like well you know we burn witches at the stake right so what else burns and they're like wood <laughs> so then he's like so what do we do with wood we make bridges out of them so we have to make a bridge out of her and he's like not quite <laughs> what else does wood do it floats so we have to throw in the water not quite <laughs> so what floats in water what else floats in water and they're like apples and stuff yeah they really struggle to answer they're his questions real dumb they're really struggling here <laughs> so then essentially they get to the point that ducks also float in the water and to tell if she is also a duck they have to weigh her on the scale compared to a duck so if she weighs the same as a duck then she is a witch yes i'm like what which i guess he was trying to save her (laughs) so they take her over to the scale that just conveniently happens to be there Mm -hmm. 
they put the duck on, they put her on, they knock out the um, the stumps that were keeping the, the weights even, and it turns out that she weighs the same as a duck. <laughs> I don't know how they worked that out. No idea. But now she's going to the stakes because she's yeah. a witch. And I guess she just dies. And yeah, we don't follow that story at all because <laughs> Arthur stops the executioner and he's like, hey, you're smart. Why don't you come work with me? <laughs> you know science? Yeah. And the <laughs> Do you executioner, want to join me? Yeah. He's like, okay, yeah, sure, let's go. <laughs> so that's it yeah you know he oh his name is bedivere because arthur uh knights him as one of the knights of the round table yay so then we cut to a book and the narrator's talking to us about the other knights of the round table it's very cute yeah yeah very um he turns the page everybody has their own page yeah i was not expect like that that kind of thing i was not expecting that at all i thought that was just gonna be like straight like movie stuff mm-hmm um, yeah i didn't know there was gonna be like animations and yeah artwork so and- that was fun yeah so then we cut after the book, we cut back to Arthur, and then he has all those knights with him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and Bedivere is the science knight. So Arthur's asking him questions while they travel, and it's so silly and wholesome. Yeah. Just the stuff he's saying. I'm and they're like, all skip galloping together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is after, when they reach their location, that's when I was like, oh, those other guys that were in the booker with them. Yeah. I was like, So wow. they get to... um the camelot castle yeah and i think that they're gonna go in there's a musical number inside and i was like here we go yeah we watched this whole musical number scene and i was like oh this is fun and it's like just an introduction on like the knights in camelot and stuff yeah they're singing and dancing they're all lit like it's great but then we cut back outside and they're like no let's not go in there and i was yeah. like what arthur's like not camelot's too silly I'm but like, that's what but like is it, that's his castle yeah isn't I it yeah i thought so so i i was like so why are we not going there yeah so he's like let's not go so then he gets a Lion King moment because his dad mm-hmm. shows up in the clouds. Yeah. Right? God. <laughs> oh, it wasn't his I thought, dad. I thought it was God. Oh, but I it could have been his dad. I, I don't f- know. But then like they were all like, oh, a message from God. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess I was wrong. So I loved how silly it looked because it just like opened. And then there was like just yeah. an animated face with like the mouth just going up and down. And the cloud dad tells him to seek cloud out dad. <laughs> tells him to seek out the holy grail and i was like but indiana jones has it <laughs> i see what you did there yeah i haven't seen those movies though. Oh. <laughs> i know i know the one um with the little asian kid that goes mr jones that's all and i haven't even seen that full movie i yeah. just know that that's part of the movie they're fun <laughs> and and the big rock that almost crushes him that he has to run away from yes. is that the same one it's i think temple of doom okay i don't quote me on that because i haven't watched those in a very long time i just remember liking them (laughs) well now we get a montage of our boys on the move wait but um it cuts to wait is this the animated part where they're moving? oh no 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 you're right no and then there's trumpets yep so there's like all these bugles sure yeah and long ones the animations and all of a sudden we see like these there's these guys bent over and they put the bugles in their butts (laughs) and i was like oh my god (laughs) now we go back to the movie yes and the montage of the boys on the move yeah and at this point i was like are we really gonna watch larping for two hours yes (laughs) (laughs) only an hour and a half so then they come up to a castle and a french guard answers and i was like okie dokie here we go yeah so arthur's like can you ask your master if he wants to join us on our quest for the holy grail and he's like no we already have one (laughs) and arthur's like huh what and then the soldier 
we cut to the soldier and he like there's other soldiers like hiding next to him and he's like i told him we already have one (laughs) 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 it was very like stereotypical french this at this point is when i learned that um we apparently don't like the french (laughs) i had no idea that their biggest stereotype is that they're um rude yep (laughs) just was news to me so funny i was like this guy's such a dick so then we go back and forth about not getting the master and then the french guy immediately gets mean because he goes off (laughs) wait but first i want to just jump in real quick with the whole like remember the the oh no we don't have we have one already which is the same thing of like somebody trying to ask for your number you're like oh sorry i don't have a phone (laughs) so you throw your phone you're like i don't don't have have one one sorry sorry it broke Mm -hmm. but yes so he gets mad Mm -hmm. and then what does he say (laughs) because i want to give i want to give this one to you (laughs) He says, I fart in your general direction. <laughs> Among other things. <laughs> your mother was a hamster. Your father smelled of elderberries. But the I fart in your general direction, I so funny. lost my shit. I laughed so hard. I had to stop the movie. <laughs> and like, what did he just say? And also, I was like, that's my new line. Oh, same. I'm going to start using so, that. Yeah, it was so uh, inspirational. <laughs> and just life changing. <laughs> and then Arthur and the boys, they do not go. I just keep calling them Arthur and the boys because Knights it. of the Round Table is too much to say. I said it was his squad. That's that's a good one too. <laughs> well, we'll change in between. Yeah. But um, so they don't go away because the French man just does not stop hurling these insults at them. <laughs> so then he goes to hurl a live cow at them. And I'm like, <laughs> what? They catapult a whole ass cow. Yes. <laughs> and then. They continue throwing other livestock at them. <laughs> and Arthur and the guys start trying to like defend themselves and attack. But they're like, no, no, no. This is too much. They're they like, run to... away. <laughs> yeah. They try to retreat. <laughs> so then the next morning or maybe later that day. Mm-hmm. Not really sure. Yeah. Uh, we, we're like, we Sir, have a plan now. Sir Be- Bedivere is like, I have an idea. And so they decide to Trojan horse the French, right? <laughs> yes. But with a Trojan bunny. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. So they put this thing in front of the castle and they all go hide. And Arthur's like, okay, so like, what's gonna happen? He's like, so they're gonna bring it in, and then we're gonna jump out from inside when it gets dark, right? And then me and another dude were like, who's gonna jump out? <laughs> and I then, was like, uh, <laughs> okay. And then Bedford's like, oh, I see what you mean. Well, it's funny because they, they did the Trojan horse idea, but then I was like, wait, but they're all right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, I didn't catch on to that at first because I assumed that they're just people in it or whatever. Yeah. But then while they're talking and discussing the issue with the plan, they catapult this <laughs> rabbit back at them. And it hits them. Yeah. Or it hits their squire boy. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut to a semi-current timed narrator uh, named a famous historian. And he's explaining that the boys are breaking up to search for the Holy Grail. But then a knight rides by and cuts him in the throat. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I was like, so, so now where are we? What time is this? <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> so then we cut to another narrator explaining that Sir Robin went north and now we watch him gallop to a song because he travels with a band. Yeah. Sir Robin. And um, he's got a bard who's singing the darkest fucking song. Yeah, he's, like, he's not afraid to die. He's going to fight. He's going to get mangled up. <laughs> and he's just going and going. And then he goes until something about like, chopping his dick off or something right yeah or and sex he's like or something. stop it's like no i've had enough of that yeah they end up riding past a sign that says cer- certain death this way and i was like oh geez and then we passed the peasants from the beginning 
Oh. And they're st- oh, yeah. They're still talking about classism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go talk to those guys. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. So we get to a knight who's huge and has three heads. Yeah. And then the three heads start to bicker. Yeah, because essentially, like, you can't come across these three guys or this three-headed guy without dying. Mm-hmm. So then they bicker about who gets to do what. And then they do the whole, like, well, you won't brush my teeth, the guy in the middle says, because he doesn't <laughs> have the arms. Aww. And then by the time they're done bickering, Robin has run away. <laughs> so now we get a song from his guys about how uh, he ran away. And he's he's so brave that he ran away and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> Stop. Stop, Ron. <laughs> So we cut from that to artwork animation with that Latin chant again. Yep. And then I was like, I need to look up what this is. So the Latin um, translates to merciful Lord Jesus grant them rest. And it's part of a standard Latin funeral, right? Cool. And I was like, okay, I don't get how that correlates to the movie, but let's move on. Sure. (laughs) And we move on to Sir Galahad. Galahad. He doesn't have a group with him. He's by himself. Um, he goes through a spooky forest during a storm and gets to a castle with an animated glowing grail over a tower. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's where it is. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So then he goes inside because it's very easy to just go through these walls, I guess. <laughs> well, he like bangs on the door. Yeah, that, yeah. that's true. <laughs> so then he gets welcomed into Castle Anthrax by some nuns who look like nurses. Yeah. And he They're inter- all, all white. <laughs> yep. Uh, very. Um, you can tell that there's some sex stuff happening. <laughs> I was like, it's full of nuns. I was like, this is going to get weird, isn't it? And, and it sure did. Yeah. The head nun tells him they'll attend to every need of his. And wink, I was like, wink. I was like, oh boy. And then she calls two other nuns to help him. And did she call them Midget and Grabber? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, did I? Did I Interesting her? choice. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> but he introduces himself as Sir Galahad the Chaste, which also you're like, so this is going to go that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then so the main lady her name is zoot she is like kind of leading him through the castle giving him the tour and then she leads him to a bed and is trying to seduce him because she's like checking him out he's like oh my god you're wounded you, we have to we have to mend them <laughs> i'll call in the doctors and yeah. two ladies come in he's like oh so he tries to hide a boner with his shield and then they like are examining him and he's like you don't need to go there <laughs> like like <laughs> covers his crotch yeah and he freaks, he then freaks out because he's like, I've sworn a vow of chastity. <laughs> and then I was also kind of like uncomfy in the scene. I was like, they are trying too hard. This yeah. is too much. <laughs> but then so he runs away into a group bathroom where there's a bunch of other um, very um, exposed ladies, not like fully naked, but like exposed for that time. Oh, I thought he just ran into a room and they were just chilling. No, I'm pretty sure it was a bathroom. Oh. I assume it was. Okay. <laughs> but then he bumps into Zoot's twin sister who says that he didn't see the grail, but he saw a beacon in the shape of the grail that Zoot brought because she's like a prankster or whatever. (laughs) I was like, that Zoot. Yeah. Oh, classic Zoot. Yeah. She then breaks the fourth wall and like, it talks about like how they wanted to cut the, how the directors or something wanted to cut the scene. And then it cuts to um, all the different characters in the movie saying, get on with it. Get on with it. Hurry up. I love a self-aware movie. Yeah. When it's done the right way. (laughs) And they start shit talking this scene. They're like, it's just pussy jokes. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. And then she's like, fine, fine. I'll get on with it. Yeah. So then she says that the only punishment, uh, because they have to punish Zoot now for the prank, the only punishment is to spank her and then follow with oral sex. And he's like, I can't do that. But maybe I can. No, she was like, you need to spank her and then spank everyone. Right, right. And then they all, yeah, join in. And they're like, oh my God, yeah, you have to spank me. Yeah. And, and then and then the oral sex. 
And then, and, and then, then I was like, I'm so uncomfortable. And this is when Sir Galahad is like, okay, okay. And then some knights run rush in and save Sir Galahad right when he was about to give in to them. Mm-hmm. And Sir Lancelot and Sir Galahad argue about going back inside. And when they get outside yeah. of the castle, because like and- I could have done it. And he's like, you were in peril. Yeah. And I was like, were they going to kill him after? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Maybe right? like land sirens, you know? Oh, maybe. You know like they saying? turn into monsters yeah. and they eat him. But <laughs> I think Galahad's like, what, are you gay? And Lancelot's <laughs> like, no, I'm saving you. Shut up. <laughs> no homo. <laughs> no homo. <laughs> we can't go back in that castle full of women. No. <laughs> no homo. Dangerous. No. Yeah. <laughs> so then the narrator takes us to scene 24 with Arthur visiting some old guy. He's crazy looking speaks only in riddle so i'm annoyed again you know wait but the narrator keeps talking and then he gets like killed off screen yeah <laughs> and i was like oh okay why i forgot <laughs> but yeah so back to the old man yeah he's just he's talking in riddle and then he tells arthur to go find the bridge of death and then he disappears and then the hut that they're in disappears and they're just suddenly in the woods that would really freak me out that would yeah that would mess me I up would, i would have nightmares for like two weeks <laughs> but then, uh so then arthur and some of his boys gallop through the forest until they bump into a giant knight who claims to be the knights who say knee yeah and they are the keepers of the sacred words and demand a sacrifice and their demand is uh, a shrubbery or they'll never get through the woods alive and i was like how do they come up with this and also aren't they in a forest why do they need a shrubbery right it's all there <laughs> yeah it's right there just pick up a bush from like somewhere else yeah and just bring it put it there yeah so then we cut back to the police investigating our dead historian <laughs> and his wife just as a little there. break yep and his wife is there poor lady yeah so then we cut back to sir lancelot yeah so these are what i'm at the, the this is what they call them in snl i'm just they call them bumpers you know the the place card before they come back to the actual show yeah so i'm just calling these bumpers for now i don't know if that's the right word for them but uh, i love we'll them with it. i think yeah. they're amazing they're so I like smart them. they're so cute yeah <laughs> it's like a, it's like the the needed uh commercial break <laughs> that just like flows definitely you know? yeah so we get to some castle and yep. a, a father who i guess i guess is the king of this castle mm-hmm. he's talking to his son who's the prince and the, the son just wants to sing yes but the they king, have a very like everything the light touches moment yeah uh the king wants to force him to get married mm-hmm. and it's really funny whenever he was about to sing and the music was going to start up he was like no no, no. and he None like would stop it no don't do that so the dad no, has, wow his dad is like footloose yeah right. <laughs> so the dad has two guards come in to watch his son and they don't understand his directions yeah. he's like he cannot leave this room so we can't leave this room and he's like <laughs> no and they're they're like so confused over everything so when they think they got it he tries to leave and then the guards leave with try to leave with him he's like what are you doing we're leaving with you <laughs> and he's like no but you know what's really really impressive i don't know if you noticed this that was like a full straight two minute shot of them just being stupid yeah that is so God, so good <laughs> i wonder how much was improv i feel like all of it had to have been it had it felt very <laughs> but so the the king leaves and oh, then- the son's name is herbert oh is it yeah <laughs> I, I don't know what the king's name is though i didn't get it i didn't get anyone's name so the prince starts, Herbert, starts to write a note and he's scheming and the guards keep smiling at him and it's so cute. <laughs> like, I'm doing my job. Yeah, like, look at me. I'm doing a good job. Yeah, he's not here. leaving anywhere. Yeah. So the prince attaches the note to an arrow and shoots it out the window. Like half ass shoots it out the window. Yeah. <laughs> but then, then before we go to where the arrow goes, mm-hmm. I feel like ha- 
like Herbert, that character has been spoofed in a lot of things, right? He definitely he looks, looks familiar. familiar. He's like uh, he's, he's got super a bowl pale, cut. yeah, you know, blonde bowl cut has a, a like a silver band as a crown around his head, and then some warts on his face. Yeah, yeah, he's been in things. Yeah, he's definitely been made fun of and stuff. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, back to the arrow. Yeah. So we cut to Sir Lancelot, and the arrow hits the guy that's with him. Mm-hmm. Straight in the chest. <laughs> yeah. Very powerfully. So he reads the message and thinks it's a princess in distress. Yeah, because it's essentially saying, help, I've, my father's locked me in my room. Someone come save me. Yeah. I've been imprisoned and being forced to marriage. Yep. <laughs> so then the squire, as he's reading, the squire has the arrow in his chest the entire time. And I'm like, I'm watching him breathe. He's fine. What's happening here? <laughs> and then uh, the squire gets up and he's like, no, you know what? I am actually feeling a lot better. Uh, do you want me to come with you? And Lancelot's like, no, I must do this by myself. And he's, he's like, he's like, no, you're dying. And he's like, no, I'm fine. And then he takes his sword out to like kill him. He's like, no, really, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm feeling much better. Please let me come with you. And he's like, mm, no. He's like, you know what? You hang out here. You rest up. I'll yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a very um hospitable man. Yeah. So we cut to the preparation for the wedding. The bride is getting ready. People are hanging out and we then go to two guards who are watching outside the castle Mm -hmm. and they watch sir lancelot run up and it keeps cutting from the guards just staring to then lancelot like jogging in place really far away yeah and i was like each time he they cut it doesn't look like he's getting any closer and then all of a sudden until he he is until (laughs) yeah all of a sudden he runs up and kills a guard and i was like whoa where did that come from i was like oh i I didn't expect neither did i i was like what the fuck i like kind of jumped not gonna lie i did yeah okay cool, i did cool, cool cool so then he runs in and starts attacking everyone willy-nilly just murdering people just <laughs> yeah. left and right just it's just everyone in the wedding he just hits some guards some yeah. guests the bride's father and by the way to murder somebody in this world all you have to do is yeah. and that's it they're dead <laughs> <laughs> super easy peasy so then he gets up to herbert mm-hmm. into that room and then he kneels and like i've come here oh you're not a chick Oh, but he kills both those guards first. So easy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just they were doing their job so good, though. Yeah, they were doing a really good job until. But it's funny. He runs and they're like, you can't be in here. And then he kills them both. (laughs) This movie is so good. It's so silly. And he sees the prince. He sees Herbert and is disappointed. Yep. And I'm like, bro. (laughs) Thought you were a damsel in distress, but you're just a bro. Whoops. The, fa- the king runs in to confront Lancelot. And he's like, what the fuck? You killed people and attacked the bride. Bride. I thought, so he runs past the bride and kicks her. And I was like, oh my God, he just kicked her in the snooch. My <laughs> <And then laughs> snatch. Yeah. But the king said that he kicked her in the chest. And I was like, I don't think his leg went up that high. Mm. <laughs> but what? then they show her and she's like, blood's coming out of yes. her. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that was a really hard snooch kick. <laughs> You know, when you just disrupt the body system, you know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but then it's also funny, too, before, like, the cue to get Dad into the room is because uh, Herbert is about to sing for his savior. <laughs> and then Dad comes like, no, none of that. Yeah. So it's just, I thought that was, that's just so amazing. It was really funny. As Dad and Lancelot are talking, uh, Herbert's like, all right, come on, you have to save me now. Like, I have the blankets ready. Like, he's tied up a whole bunch of bed sheets and throws them out the window. So he's... As they're talking, he's also climbing out the window. Yeah. He's like, come on, let's go, let's go. And then um, dad keeps talking about whatever. And then he just goes to untie the bed sheet. <laughs> so Herbert just falls to his death. <laughs> and then he's like, but it's fine, though, because Lancelot, you're coming to have a drink with me, right? Yeah. And he's like, sure. 
He immediately starts scheming. He's yeah. like, you're rich, right? <laughs> and you can you can help fight for my castle, huh? Yeah. So we cut to the wedding guests who are devastated. Yeah. <laughs> and they see Lancelot and try to charge at him. And then he kills some more. Just by accident. No he big. definitely does not think before he acts. No. He is all action. He is sword all heavy. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to like cut down anything that looks at him funny. Yep. So then dad breaks up the fight or the king. I keep, you know. Yeah, whatever. Same thing. Same guy. Uh, so he breaks up the fight. And he's like, no, 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 no. This is, he He is it. He's going to save us. He's going to protect us. And you know what? While we're here, princess, you know, uh, Herbert's dead. But that doesn't mean that you can't not still marry the family. You know, I want you to see me since your dad seems to be dead. And then everybody's like, no, he's actually recovering. He's doing pretty well. And it's like, <laughs> well, since he's fatally wounded. And they're like, no, he's actually, uh, he's he looks to be like almost fully recovered. And he's like, as he is about to... <laughs> like recover and then suddenly dies and then his soldier comes over and just kills him yep. and they're like he's dead <laughs> and he's like well princess i want you to see me as a father and i'm like this dirty guy he's <laughs> like this this dude he's the worst sneaky yeah and he's like you're gonna marry lancelot and lancelot's like what 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 who? what who what so then they all like cheer and oh no so they don't cheer yet because herbert comes back in because he isn't dead yet yeah and he's about to start singing about how he didn't die and then Lancelot is like, I'm going to not be here for this. Yeah. So he tries to swing away on the rope that happens to be there, but he doesn't <laughs> kick he, off strong enough. He goes, wee. <laughs> but then he uh, he comes back and forth and then suddenly he's like stuck in the middle and everyone's like, singing. Can someone give me a push? Yeah. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> so then we cut back to Arthur. Yes. And they get to an old lady and ask about the shrubbery. And she doesn't know a thing about it. So they threaten her with some knees. For some reason, the part where he's like, asking her for a shrubbery i was like why does this sound familiar hmm. and i was like i don't know I mean, maybe i've heard it spoofed in something i have no idea i feel like we should look up how much this movie has been spoofed yeah probably a lot it has to be like millions of times probably um <laughs> so they keep kneeing at her and they're like knee 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 and apparently it's a very powerful word because she's like screaming about it yeah so then luckily a man named roger who's a shrubber shows up convenient yeah so then Arthur ends up giving a shrubbery to the Knights who say knee and they switch up their branding and they're like, we're actually called something else now. And we demand another shrubbery that's two inches taller than this one. And who does that remind you of? A group of people who make promises and then change the rules. <laughs> I'm bitter about it still. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so then they demand another shrubbery and they want a little path and they want like a little tree and like all this stuff. And Arthur is like, no, <laughs> no more. And then luckily, Sir Robin shows up. Yep. So they start talking to each other and they keep dropping some word. And it. That, yeah, it. And keep it freaks the Knights of the Knee out. And then they just, they start to like scream. So then they just end up galloping like, away. Galloping away. Yeah. After they get past the Knights of the Knee, we cut to the historian getting covered in a blanket. Oh. With the cops. And then we are told that Arthur Bedivere and Robin are going to head together to see the Enchanter and they reunite with Galahad and Lancelot. And then that's when they get to that frozen time passage. Time passage. Basically, a year passes, seasons change, all these things happen. And then uh, one day the boys come back to town. (laughs) And now they're on their way through some terrain and then we see some explosion happen in the distance. Yeah. And And then we see a guy standing on a cliff causing them. Yep. And they meet Tim the Enchanter, and he knows of Arthur and his quest. And he has a, a flame-blowing staff. Yeah. <laughs> Very powerful. <laughs> like that guy in Vegas. 
Yes. When we went to see that show. Yeah. And he had like the flamethrower. No, the um the Tournament of Kings. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that <laughs> was e- that was a show. The Evil Wizard. <laughs> yeah. Don't spoil it though. Okay. <laughs> Love me some uh medieval jousting. Me too. It's so good. I I was watching this movie and I was like, damn, I miss medieval times. It's so we should go back there too. Oh man. We have to go. That chicken is so good. It is. Uh, but I, anyway, so Arthur <laughs> asks about the grail and uh, Tim blows some more shit up before telling them that there's a cave in the north <laughs> to go find. So then Tim shows them the way to their, their and they get off their fake horses because the horses, <laughs> yeah, they get nervous. So they're like, dismount. <laughs> so now they crawl up to the cave and the evil spirit comes out and it's just a little rabbit. Yeah. Just a bunny. <laughs> so cute so one of the boys goes to kill the rabbit but then the rabbit goes rabid and like rips his throat out and i'm like yeah. oh dear before that though one of the knights i think it was robin who said he he soiled his armor because he was afraid for a monster <laughs> i was like bro and you're just chilling in that no thank you yeah so the rabbit ends up killing that knight so then all the knights charge at the rabbit and then they struggle three of them die <laughs> arthur and the main guys all run away Galahad is like, maybe we should taunt it. And Lancelot's like, wait, we have a grenade. The holy grenade. Yeah. <laughs> so then they call out the whoever has the holy grenade. and um, Some monks. Yeah. yeah. Apparently there is a Bible verse that explains the directions on how to use the grenade. It's so silly because like the guy, one guy is reading it and they all bow their heads. <laughs> and I was like, guys. And then when he's done, they're like, amen. <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. I was like, what? They throw the grenade. It explodes. Um, at this point, we find out that Arthur messes up his, his threes and fives. Yeah. Where's that even from? <laughs> I have no idea. But he's counting. He's like, one, two, five. And they're like, three. And he's like, three. And then he chucks it. Yeah. But then the instructions said not to hold on to the grenade for more than three counts, but he held it for four. Yeah. So he messed up. Technically five. Technically, yeah, five. The They throw the grenade. It explodes. And then we cut to the cops with a modern historian who like hear it yeah so obviously they're gonna come and investigate now and i was like what the fuck <laughs> and then now the guys go inside the cave and they see some writing on the wall from the last guy i, f- I didn't write down his name but the is last guy who was there the the guy who i don't know the, who like knows where the grail is yeah so they so, the one monk reads the runes and then they o- argue over the actual location because the guy's like oh the castle of r r and they're like why would he write that like obviously that's not right he and they're like, attacked. he wrote that while he was dying. And they're like, he didn't carve while he was dying. <laughs> so then, yeah, they're trying to figure out who Arg is or where Arg is. And they're like sitting here arguing. And then all of a sudden, a huge monster shows up and eats the the monk. And then they run through the cave with the monster chasing them. And then we have like the narrator. And he's like, and suddenly the the animator has a heart attack. And then and they you see show- the animator falling. <laughs> yeah. This is so good. So silly. And then the monster disappears. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, suddenly the animator suffered a heart attack and the peril was no more. And I was like, oh my God, that is so smart. (laughs) So silly. The level of convenience in this movie is amazing. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not mad at any of it. Yeah. No, not at all. Because I think, I think if you like lean into it and you make it part of your story, that makes it forgivable and like expected. Yeah, definitely. And actually the fact that it isn't the expected stuff, I think makes it good too. Definitely. So then the cops show up at the cave entrance. Yep. I'm like, oh. But then Arthur and his men get to the bridge of death. And the old man from scene 24 is there where he will have three questions. Mm-hmm. And again, Arthur struggles with his threes and fives. So he's like, five questions. And they're like, three. three. And he keeps saying five. And they're like, what? Do you think he's dumb? 
he's dumb <laughs> he's pretty dumb so sir lancelot's like whatever i'm gonna go so the guy asks him what's your name what's your quest what's your favorite color and he goes through no problem so the rest of the knights get cocky and they go to answer questions robin goes in first and the last question gets changed on him yeah it's, it's like what's the capital of whatever town and he's like i don't know that dead yeeted <laughs> yeah again <laughs> So then Galahad goes up and parrots Lancelot because he gets to like the last question, what's your favorite color? Mm -hmm. And then he says what Lancelot said. And then he's like, no, yellow. And then he just gets killed. Yeah, I was too. like, did he answer wrong? Yeah, technically. Because <laughs> he used, he said blue because Lancelot said blue. And then he's like. But what if it also was his favorite color? But like, also what if he's just dumb and just repeating mm -hmm. everything Lancelot mm -hmm, said? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So he dies. And then Arthur goes up and gets asks the velocity of swallows and then asks European or African and the old man's like I, I don't know. know and then he gets killed and I was like what he got him <laughs> he got him good I was like wow karma's a bitch yeah <laughs> so then they cross the bridge of death then Are we get an intermission card yes because <laughs> they were taking too long and then we come back and they're barely they've barely made it across the bridge yeah right and they start calling out for lancelot and he's not answering so we cut to lancelot getting patted down by cops <laughs> and i was like what this movie is so good it's so silly so then we go back to arthur and the blue dude which one was the blue dude bedivere bedivere yeah so they hear angels singing over the hill so obviously they go towards the mysterious noise and then they make it to a lake or of some body of water. Yeah. You know, that's large. With a fun boat on it. Yeah. So uh, then they get on the boat. No questions asked. Yeah. They just board it. No N No, no sense of danger. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, how are men even alive? <laughs> you know? They just get on any ship that comes towards them. <laughs> Don't even know where it's going. But so they cross the water and get to the castle of Arg. Yeah. So uh, I guess they just don't care about Lancelot anymore. But then who else is at the castle of Arg? <laughs> The uh, the French guard comes back out. He's already in his dudes already at the castle. <laughs> and then they con continue to roast the fuck I out of them. Unclog my nose in your direction. <laughs> That's another great one. <laughs> and then he goes on on more that I didn't write down. Yeah. But he just, whew, he goes in on them. He really does. So then Arthur is like, let's just go to the front door. So him and Bedivere go to the front door and then they start throwing poo on him. That's what I thought it was. And I didn't want to think it was that, but it was. It totally was. Right? Right? They emptied their chamber pots. They did. Right on them. And, and they had a lot of it. They had a lot. <laughs> and Arthur was like, let's get out of here. So then we cut to them just across the river, like walking out. Yeah. I was like, oh. what? I was like, oh, okay. And but then. Sure. And then as they're like running away, the like they're all like all the French soldiers are like making gestures at them and like blowing raspberries. <laughs> it's so silly. So um, conveniently, Arthur has an army to attack. And while Arthur is giving his speech, did they you just come out of nowhere? Did you hear the French soldiers still taunting them in the background? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Going <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. So then Arthur gets them all to start charging. And then they're all like, ah! and then just as they're about to hit the water, the police show up. <laughs> and it's like, everyone stop. Yeah. And the, you guys got to cut this out. And the historian's wife comes out and she's like, that's the one. So they arrest Arthur. <laughs> they put a bag over his head and then they take um, uh, the name. I forgot him again. Bedivere? Bedivere. Because he yeah. has a different, confusing name. Uh, but they also take Bedivere and put a bag over his head too. <laughs> So then, um, and the cops are like, "Everyone, go home. Go home. This is nothing to see here." And then the one of the cops goes to the camera operator because now we're breaking the fourth wall again. And he's like, "No, no, just turn that off." And then it's the end of the movie. That's it. And I was just like, "What did I just watch?" <laughs> I was like, "Is that really how it's gonna end?" Yeah. <laughs> so they never got the grail. Nope. 
Definitely did not. the grail even exist? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the French would have it at this point, I guess. That's true. If they were at that castle. And there were also, there were no ending credits. There was just some fun, like, electro piano over the back, uh, over black. Yeah. It's because they did so, all the credits in the beginning. Yeah, that's true. But, like, we didn't read them because, obviously. <laughs> uh, so, like, okay. Um, how, how do you get funding for this movie? How do you pitch this movie? <laughs> Where, like, did they fund it themselves? I've... I, I could see this being like obviously this is 1975 so it's a different thing but like now i can see this being a crowdfunded movie i mean unless they were uh already famous yeah so they, they? kind of just got like whatever like was this the first ever like thing of monty python or was monty python a thing and then they made this movie i think it was already a thing because i think they so did skit shows oh hmm interesting yeah because i'm just like so what do you just like go into a pitch meeting and you're like i would like to make the stupidest movie ever that has almost no plot and is very self-aware but also takes place over different times and space but also doesn't because it's just larping but also is very amazing but probably only to a specific group of people <laughs> and then the people are like yep let's fund it perfect yep sounds great <laughs> love it so then yeah that was that was my initial uh reaction and then i looked up the cast list again remember because i do that and uh each of the main dudes played like five different people at least wow so i was like that's amazing i'm i'm super into that i love when they do that i couldn't (laughs) this movie 10 out of 10 it was so good i did really like it i was like i finally stayed awake for it and apparently there's like three other movies like three other sequels and then like some other like tv series i don't know that i need to watch the series but i would watch the other movies yeah me too I would check out the other movies. Yeah. yeah. What a good time. It was good. I fart in your general direction. I fart in your general direction. <laughs> like I get I get why it's like a cult classic. <laughs> I get it. I see it. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs> and being on this journey. Tell with your us. friends to listen to us. Yeah. Um I don't know when we're this one comes out. This is our uh, safety kind of emergency episode, so you let us know when you hear it. Yep, because times are really hard right now. Yep, she's <laughs> happening, but you know what? We fart in the general direction of what's happening to the world. <laughs> yeah, we do. I unclog my nose at it. <laughs> but tell your friends to listen to us on the things, the services, and tell everybody to follow us at Chowdy Media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah. At some point, we'll start being more active on them. And yeah. when we are, then you'll already be there. Yeah, You know? It'll be so great. We love being prepared. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which is why we're doing this episode. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, enjoy that. This was yeah. a very fun movie. Just watch the movie again. It's It, it deserves another watch. Yeah, definitely. It's so good. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. On that note. Bye. bye.